0: That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. It, whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that.
1: No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah.
0: Okay, but. The, okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Ready? Okay. Sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out it's sting is going to do it's a video sting video what is for credits i I don't know what that means to play us out what does that mean to end the show yeah yeah all right go go in five four three that's tomorrow and that is it in five four three That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a, I I can't do it. We'll do it live.
2: Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Dominic McGrawby. I'm here with two special people today.
1: Hi, my name's Gavin Holtby.
3: Hi, I'm Justin.
1: Your
2: last name? Norris. Okay. (laughs) Um, And we're here today to to discuss um, the musical and movie Newsies. Uh, Newsies came out around 2017-ish time area, and we're also here to discuss the um, messaging inside of Newsies and how it can affect modern-day thinking and culture. And today's topic is the depiction of unions and Newsies compared to modern modern unions and unions that were in the past. Um... So the, the way that unions are depicted in Newsies, they're more of what they were traditionally for, which was workers' rights and wages. But more of this comes down to wages and the increasing and extortion of these young children. And Newsies uses it in a very positive light for unions, which in, back in the day, they were very positive. I think most people would agree that unions were very positive back in the day. They prevented uh, their the owners of the companies from extorting their workers to a certain extent. Before we had all these laws from the federal government that prevented things like certain work hours and timelines. Uh, Anything you guys want to add?
1: Um, Yeah, unions in the past usually protected um, worker safety, like um, the Triangle Shirt Factory incident where. The workplace chained all the doors shut to keep the workers inside and unfortunately there was a fire and most of them were killed in that incident so unions in that case protected workers and created a safe work environment but have since transitioned more to pay
2: yeah um with modern means i think that they've more transitioned over more to really political entities most of the time because uh i think if I think if you look at the modern metrics, with the with how much money they've donated to certain political parties, like they donated to dem, the Democratic Party, I think it was like seventy. It was like seventy or eighty something percent of their money went straight to Democrat donations, but the rest went to either independent or Republican. And it's just a gross discrepancy. But and now most of the time they're more focused on wage increases than anything else, rather than working conditions. Mm-hmm because we do have these laws now in the United States for certain working conditions and we have these organizations that are responsible for upkeep. Like we have um, the FDA for food and drugs. Uh, we have uh, OSHA to help with um, the safety of people around a workplace. Uh, that's basic, basically the extent that modern unions really have in the modern day. Uh, anything you want to add, Justin? Uh,
3: <laughs> um,
2: so, thanks for the insight, Justin. Uh, I'll take that. Very to heart. valuable. Very valuable to this conversation. I see you're doing uh, Clash very well. Um, and <laughs> what I, uh, I think. The depiction between the modern union and the union in in newsies it, like it's a very it's a very old chivalrous way of seeing a union in a sense where unions were bare for the worker but nowadays they've kind of lost that
1: it's more of like a corporate entity yeah, and like lost a, its locality yeah like
2: they and most of the time You're forced nowadays to be in a union if your industry is unionized. And these unions before didn't used to be national unions, they used to be like local unions. Mm -hmm. Like New York York Butchers Union or New Mm -hmm. York News Union. But nowadays you have the National Auto Workers Union, the National Culinary Union. These unions are nationalized entities which comes in handy a bit, but also can be detrimental because some of these nationalized entities don't really have these specific narrow points of where they're going to actually invest most of their mm-hmm. resources in. Because a localized union might be able to focus exactly on the problem yeah. that are happening, whereas a nationalized union doesn't really take those workers specifically into effect. And they'll just be like, oh they're like the flyover country Mm -hmm. for these and that could be a very detrimental thing to some of these people
1: i mean unions do do a lot of um lobbying to promote specific laws to try and protect their workers create better working conditions and i think with a protect their interests yeah with a national union that's harder to do because um let's say i was a steel worker union in new york i can just focus on lobbying in new york whereas if was a national steel worker union now i have to kind of spread out my money for out and then that could lead to money not being spent well i mean it still gets spent but it won't contribute to all the workers
2: um i I get what she's saying and i feel like i feel like it's more of these unions they're Kind of like when they fly over certain places, they invest money into areas that they might not even be from, like the union originated from. Say like the union originated in New York, but they're spending money in California, Mm -hmm. but not in New York. So they're going against their original constituency and who they were fighting for. And they're fighting for other people and not their original constituency. So they kind of lost their grassroots-type movement-type view. And with that, they're not really the same entities that they were before. And what I think Newsies is trying to say was back, either back in the day or right now, unions are a good thing with those types of things because it promotes Jack Kelly as the union leader in in newsies. It promotes the... Um, battle between the little guy and then big Pulitzer. It's the battle of David and Goliath. But now when David and Goliath are on the same, if not equal footing, or even David might even be higher than Goliath now, with some of the uh, power that some of these unions hold, then it just doesn't, this original story doesn't really make sense anymore. And when you're trying to romanticize them in a certain way, it could really affect someone's outlook on these certain types of issues and things. And I just don't think that's really healthy to modern society. You should be able to look back on the past and see what they did in the past and agree or disagree with it yourself. But then you should also be able to look in the present at these things, see how they've changed from what they were in the past and see if you agree or disagree with it now. Because a lot about unions is they, do, they protect workers, but they also protect workers that would otherwise be fired for incompetency. And we see that through unions. Where I work personally is unionized. And I've seen people that should not be working there because they're just not competent in their job, and they're still working there why because the union protects them even though they don't do a good job they cut down the efficiency but since the union gets paid for how many union workers they have
1: it's in their best interest,
2: in their best to interest keep, they yeah. keep them in there and we've seen that with police officers police unions have done it too and we've seen it with teachers unions have done it too for incompetent teachers incompetent police officers they keep them in because they get the union dues and they get the money and when they When they have that incentive to keep people on like that, they're just going to keep them even though it doesn't help the industry or help their cause.
1: They're more willing to let certain issues slide if it's in their best interest.
2: Mm -hmm. Because if something's in your best interest, even though it might be immoral, you're going to do it.
3: Just so, that you've been kind of quiet. Uh, I actually have something to add on to this. Okay. So I, I've been looking up more of these union strikes, and there was one called the McKee's Rock Strike, which it was basically just a big, uh, big strike down from the Ohio River. It was a... What was it? Was it? I'm trying to find. Oh, uh, it was called the Press Steel Car Company. Uh, Plant McKinney's Rock, and all it was was there was a bunch of immigrant workers that came and worked for them, but they got exploited because of language barriers. Mm -hmm. And eventually, people started to catch on that hey, we could get more out of this. And with that, they uh, they began their own strike. Um, Do you think? That, might act, that could probably also play
2: in the modern stuff too, because um, you can see that kind of a little bit with um, some businesses they use, they bring in illegal immigrants, and then after so long, they'll send them back because they know that they don't have to really pay them the same, and they just use them as extortion. So they bring people in, have them work for a little bit, then shove them back out and bring in new people because it's just a revolving door at that point. And unions in the, in the old sense might've been able to help these people protect their own interests, but since they don't have legal status here, they can't really be a part of unions like that. And when that happens, you get basically exploited slave labor, to a certain extent. and it's just shouldn't be how companies really function. And that's just the sad reality of most things. Um, Anything you guys want to add to it? Um,
1: I do want to add on a bit about slave labor. So if we look at um, companies like China and specifically... Companies um like China? I'm sorry, <laughs> countries like China and companies... I think
2: China is a fine company.
1: <laughs> and, um, They're huge. They are a mass (laughs) producer of huge items such as iPhones. Workers there work long hours. In most cases, they live there, they eat there, their entire life is work. And of course,
2: all over the factories to prevent them from jumping off.
1: Yeah. That is an environment where a union doesn't thrive. They pay their workers very little and they are forced to do a lot, such as assembling iPhones for countless hours. That would not work here in the States.
2: No, I wouldn't because I feel like in the States we have a certain stigma around American workers. We view people as people, mm-hmm. not tools anymore. And when we're viewing people, is that we tend to have more self esteem when it comes to our work and we think that we're more valuable most of the time than we actually are. Whereas over in those countries, since they don't really have those types of things. They're kind of just viewed as tools, mm-hmm. and that might be how a old union would be able to help them, but modern unions would just step over and be like, "Give me your union dues, and I'll I might increase or decrease your uh, insurance." <laughs> and it's just a it's a kind of like a slippery slope in a sense where it it's kind of like the saying, "You live." you either die when you're a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I feel like that's a lot of modern unions, in a sense where when you start from humble origins and you eventually get too much power mm-hmm. because absolute power corrupts absolutely. And these people lie in their own pockets most of the time without even consulting their workers that they actually represent. And I just think it's kind of a sad thing. Justin, you have anything to add on before we cut off for the day?
3: Uh, So the only thing, I was looking up how many people actually die in factories working in China, and it says that there has actually been a very steep decline in uh, deaths. (laughs) (laughs) But it was around 100,000 a year, and then it dropped down to 38,000 in 2017.
2: But how much of that is, the government could also misreport a lot of stuff. So we've seen that through other things that China has misreported. So who knows? saying. <laughs> what do you say? Um, well, I just want to thank you guys for listening in. And uh, thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Justin, for being on
3: today. Um, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.